We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. A lot of valid questions coming in. We'll get to a few of these. Back yep. in on a Thursday, along with Bob Fesco, I'm Josh Klingler, JT Noah producing today. I like this one as well. Will the free air pump be at the K? Ah, yeah, that would be know. good. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I don't know. I don't know. All the all the things QT has, will they <laughs> make it over there? I don't know. I don't free know. air. It's, it's very, yeah, they free should air. put them in the parking lot. Free, yeah. free air is important. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't want to pay 50 cents for that. Oh, God, no. Should Nobody's paying for, for air. Should get that for free. That's all. Yep. We do free air every day. Every day, yeah. Seemingly yeah. unending free air at times. All right, let's talk to Eric Cosmer, newly retired Major League Baseball Congratulations. player. Congratulations. Yeah. And in Kansas City, my friend, you're always a legend. You were Patrick Mahomes before Patrick Mahomes. How about that? <laughs> I wish I could have finished like Patrick Mahomes, man. That guy's on top of the world, and he's still got a lot left. But I appreciate it. Good talking to you guys. I'm one of the few down here that still has some cell service, so... I'm excited to get to catch up with you guys. I didn't even think about that yet. It's, it's it's going kind of kind of crazy today. So yeah, it is good to catch up with you, being that nobody could use their phones today from what whatever's going on. So how did you come to this decision? Like, what what's it like when you decide? You know what? I've done this for 13 years. I've had enough. See you later. Uh, you know, it, there's it's such a mental and physical drain, mostly mental. Um, you know, 2022, I had a crazy year. I was out in San Diego. Uh, got traded right at the deadline in case my wife was, you know, about to pop at any point in time there. And then we moved to Boston, find a place to stay in there. The baby's born. We stay there all off season, uh, go to California out there. We're moose for a little bit to train, go to Arizona for spring and then Chicago. So it was crazy, man. We were just bouncing around from city to city. And once I got released from the Cubs uh, about end of May, early June, I just told Scott, I was like, man, I need some time to just clear my head and figure out what's going on. And, um, you know, I have a, a, a new son now, Jack, who's about 17, 18 months old, and I've enjoyed my time with him. So a lot of decisions uh, were hard, but ultimately just came down to me wanting to be with him and spend some more time with him. It kind of told you you were ready, right? Yeah, it definitely did. You know, um, you know, I was always, especially my time in Kansas City, I was the young guy and didn't have to worry about, uh, you know, start, or running or raising a family. And I remember watching Gordo in the back of the plane and we'd be flying home one, two in the morning and he'd be sleeping because he's going to get ready for school the next morning. So now I can definitely appreciate and understand all the stuff he was going through. You talk with Eric Osmer here on 610 Sports Radio and, and, and that means you've got a new venture now. You're getting kind of into the podcast producing uh, world. What do you got going on? Yeah, so you know, the main thing everyone, um, all the guys I've been talking to about retirement and 
asking them for advice. They, they all say you want to stay involved in the game. You know, if you get too far away from the game, it's hard to get back in. And, um, you know, I really do want to stay involved in the game. Uh, as a coach or an assistant coach, that's a really hard schedule being on the road eight, nine months out of the year. So uh, Anthony and I, my business partner, that's starting this Moonball Company and Digging Deep, the podcast, we just kind of always have floated these ideas out of starting something like this, and this is a way I feel like I can continue to give back to the baseball community. I can kind of keep in touch with the fans and have some fun interactions back and forth, so I'm really looking forward to this. Yeah, as you retire, you'll find out the season's really, really long. Bob, you had that story <laughs> yeah. about, was it Joe Carter, right? It was Joe back Carter, there, yeah. Like, so you remember Joe Carter hit the one of the greatest home runs oh, in yeah. World Series history, right? And so oh, yeah. I, I, I want to say it was 2004, okay? And it's opening day, and I'm doing Royals pre- and post-game back then, Eric, and, and Joe Carter's going to be the analyst for, for, for that. Great. Right? Awesome. Wow, that's outstanding, uh-huh. you know, being lives in Kansas City and whatnot. Cool. Joe Carter. Opening day comes. We do the pregame show. We do the postgame show. And then you always have that day off after opening day, which is ridiculous, right? Everybody gets excited yeah. and then that day off. And Joe Carter calls me because I quit. I go, what do you mean you quit? I said, we got, we got one game in. And, and he looks at me or talks to me. He goes, I didn't realize how long baseball games were. I said, Joe, you played the game. He goes, yeah, I just didn't. it's a lot different, man. I'm out. I just didn't for me. Yeah. I feel that, man. As a position player, you know, most of the young guys when we were in Kansas City, we were rolling out there for about 160 games. But the days you did get a day off, you were fired up to have a day off throughout the day, you know, during BP and all that. And then as soon as the game starts, it's about the second inning, and you don't know what to do with yourself. And you're like, man, I really wish I was in the lineup right now because this is this is tough. This is different. Yeah, it's, it gets I, boring, I, right? I thought of though, that, as you said, I thought about being like an assistant coach or coach and realized how much at work there is. I'm like, yeah, don't. Do a, do, a, <laughs> do like a podcast every week, talk about baseball a couple times a week maybe, but not – 162 no, straight like in off five season. or six guys Ooh. that are playing in the game it's, and call it a day, that's man. That's too much. I, I'm with you. Yeah, back off that. Yeah, that would be tough. I would. I tell you what, though, I would love to manage. I would love to to help in the front office some kind of way. But the assistant coaching role, it is a tough role. I, I definitely admire a lot of the guys that do that and the guys that are there with those guys, uh, you know, twenty four seven. And those guys are getting there before the players and leaving after the players. So those are those are long hours for them. See, you got to be on like the George plan, right? Yeah, roll into yeah. spring training, <laughs> give a couple speeches, get in uniform a couple what, times, and then then skate. Yes, and even now, thinking back to when George took the hitting coach job the second half of 2013, I mean, the appreciation we had for him then to now, I I realize how much I appreciate him much more now because he's living the best life there is. He's doing whatever he's got to do, and he took the time to come and work with us and and take on that full schedule. So never really understood when I was a player what he actually did or how much we actually appreciated it, but now – I definitely appreciate and understand the you know the sacrifices he was making. Yeah, because because he was. I mean, it, it's not easy being like a, a hitting coach or whatever in, in in baseball, dealing with 25, 26 different guys, twenty six different mental makeups. You're you're basically a therapist more than a coach as the hitting coach, aren't you? <laughs> yes, and always there's always one guy that's in a little bit of a funk, and you're sweating it out with him at all times. So it is, it is a uh, it's a tough job. But that was what was so cool with Kansas City was ever since. Basically, instructionally, you know, George, uh, Willie Wilson, Mayberry, Dennis Leonard, all those guys were always around. So they, you know, we really all did kind of feel like family. Those guys were with us in Instructs, the Spring, the Fan Fest. We got to see them all the time. And those guys gave back so much to us, and it was so cool. And, 
those are uh, the moments that I've, I definitely cherish and, and don't take for granted. Eric Hosmer joining us here on 610 Sports Radio. Newly retired. You mentioned uh, working out with Moose. You couldn't outlast Moose, huh? He's back. <laughs> we all knew Moose was a baseball rat, man. You can't get him away from there. you got to tear the jersey off of him. So uh, I'll be pulling for him. I, I definitely can't wait to you know, follow him throughout spring training. And even last year, he uh, you know went to Colorado on a non-roster invite hit about 700 in spring, made that team. So I'm excited to see what Moose has in store for us this year. You say rip the jersey off him. You're actually going to be able to do that this year with how bad these jerseys are, aren't you? (laughs) They're different, man. They are certainly different. There's a little see-through in the pants there, which I know the players aren't loving. And then, uh, I don't know, they don't look bad. It's just the the letters on the the name. They're a little small, and maybe that takes away from – the, the big league in the jersey, but I know they'll fix it. I'm sure they'll fix it by opening day. No, I'm sure they will, too. Eric Hosmer with us here on 610 Sports Radio. All right, so you left Kansas City when you did, took the free agent deal out in San Diego. You went from being a legend and a superstar in Kansas City to just kind of being a dude out in San Diego. How difficult was that transition for you, going from a place where you could do no wrong to a new place where you basically had to try to prove yourself a again? Heat, seemed. Yeah. yeah, it was – it was definitely a uh, transition, you know, and, and that's something that's cool about the podcast of what we got going on is, um, you know, we get to dig a little deeper into some of these stories and, and the free agent process and how that all went down. And, you know, during all that time, you know, I definitely wanted to kind of speak my piece and at least have a little, little message to the Kansas city fans on what went down. But when you're a player, when you're in the thick of things, you know, it's just kind of, it doesn't happen like that. And at the same time, you know, I was fully committed and, and going to San Diego and trying to turn that place around and trying to do what I could uh, just didn't work out that way. You know, they ended up becoming pretty good, having some really competitive teams and spending a lot of money there a couple of years after uh, I first signed there. But two completely different dynamics. You know, I was the young guy, like we talked about, um, you know, couldn't really do wrong in Kansas City. And then I was the guy that was getting paid in San Diego, not really performing the way I should have been or envisioned to be. So, you know, you got to take a lot of heat for that, and I and I certainly understand that. But um, you know, it didn't work out the way I did or the way I wanted, and that's just kind of how it goes sometimes. Do you do you look back at that and go, man, I should have just stayed in Kansas City and been the king here? I mean, like we talked about, Bob, there's a lot of things that we can really dive into, and um, at the end of the day, I had to make a decision that was best for me and my family, and that was going to set me and my family up for for life. You know, and. Um, yeah, I, there is times where, man, it was it would be nice to, to have one jersey. And, you know, I watch Salvi from afar and, and to see how special that is. But at the end of the day, the, the game's in a different place. And the whole, you know, play with one jersey, your whole career thing isn't, um, you know, when I grew up, it was a, a common thing. And I think now it's not as common. So, you know what, man, it, it's a decision that I really don't regret because at the end of the day, I had to take care of my family. But it was so cool because even when I was with San Diego, there would be Kansas City fans that were in the stands at some of the games, and they'd be wearing the Royals shirt to Royals hat, and we would always kind of make eye contact and give each other a nod. So that bond will never break, and it was always super strong. Yeah, that gives me goosebumps thinking about that because when you when you guys came onto the scene, we were talking about the first day you got called up, and it was Hosmer mania and how excited everybody was. And then you did something in this town, Eric, that n- nobody had done since George Brett. You won a championship, right? The Chiefs were not doing anything. You guys went oh, out I there. I said bought, drink. I bought, say bought, buy, bought drinks. Buy, and buy drinks. I think that went a long way. <laughs> that yeah. went a long yeah, way, yeah. too. But <laughs> but that came because of the winning. In, like I know I've talked to Dayton about this. Like I, I've asked Dayton 
and, and I'll ask him again when I see him, like, do you realize what you accomplished here in Kansas City? And he's like, nah, not really. Like, like what you guys did in 14 and 15, not only did you change sports in this town, you changed this entire community around from a city that went to go, eh, maybe we can, to a city that went, yeah, we can. And it was because of you guys. Like, you guys will always have this profound impact on our city, man. I appreciate that. And, and I will say... Um, I am certainly team JJ and Sharpie all the way, but Dayton deserves a statue in front of that stadium because he's the one that changed that whole entire culture. He instilled all that from day one with us in the minor leagues to the big leagues that we were going to change this city. We were going to change how the fan base is enjoying baseball. We're going to turn this around and we're going to bring winning baseball to Kansas city. And he never got off that message. I mean, there was, like we all know, during a baseball season, there's a lot of ups, there's a lot of downs. And even throughout the downs, he never came off that message. So he really had us buying into it. And, um, you know, Dayton is, is my biggest mentor in baseball. I've been talking to him, you know, weekly about the decision coming up just because I I really do embrace his, uh, his mentorship on me so much. And he's a guy that really changed everything there in Kansas City. And, um, you know, I know the fans appreciate him, but – Man, he's he was the one that made it all happen. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, he was fantastic in, in, in turning this thing around. And as Bob mentioned, you guys kind of jump started the I, I think the winning, the city, the the feel good. You you pushed the Chiefs as well. I know you're you're tight with, with Travis and you've known Patrick and uh Andy Reid has discussed like the Royals kind of kick starting what they did across the parking lot. Now that you see where they're at, um, what are your eyes from afar as to what your buddies and the Chiefs have accomplished? Oh, man, they, I mean, it's amazing how long they've sustained this run. I mean, they've been, what is it, 2016 or 17, whenever they first started winning, all the way up until now. Um, but it, it, it's just so cool to see it all from the beginning and, and how it all happened. You know, I remember Trav brought uh, Mahomes to a game one time, and it was like, man, this is a young rookie they just drafted. And I remember Trav telling us all he's going to be the real deal. And, I mean, he's going to be – Mahomes is going to be like Michael Jordan to my son. So, it's it's unreal how I got to see all the behind-the-scenes type stuff and how that all grew. And, you know, Trav's a guy that, um, you know, through all this success, through all the fame, he hasn't changed at all. And, you know, I really do love that guy, and I'm so happy for him and everything that he's accomplished. And uh, it doesn't look like those guys are slowing down anytime soon. I'm, I'm just envisioning in the future, Bob. Right. Okay. Eric, Eric's still on the line with us. Envisioning the future. Um, Eric's having this discussion with his with his son. He's like, I knew that guy win. Yeah. And his kid's like, Yeah, whatever, whatever, Dad. <laughs> sure he did. You knew Mahomes win, you know, before he was ever Mahomes. First yeah. I go, you knew Mahomes? No way, right? Yeah. <laughs> I a funny story. I called Gary over at Tibble down in the plaza one time and it was Patrick's rookie year. And uh it was like a week after he did the I think it was like the the no look pass or something like that. It might have been in Denver. And Gary picks up the phone. He goes, Hey Eric, I got a new assistant. He wants to talk to you. And it was Patrick. And he's like, Hey man, you know, congrats on all the stuff you guys have done with the Royals. And I'm like, man, I'm working out with my group right now in the off season. And we're all doing the no look pass right now. And it was a cool little exchange we had, but those guys, man, they've done it. They've done so well on the field, but not only that off the field as well, they're, they're killing it. I'm so happy for them. Yeah. It's it, it, speaking of killing it. I mean, Travis Kelsey himself is just like, he's got a meal ticket to anywhere he wants when he's done playing football. What's it been like to watch this Taylor Swift dynamic? Because as a dad with two daughters, this has been the greatest thing that I've ever experienced. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, he brought a whole uh, fan base from to watch football i mean you know they they were all obviously taylor swift fans now they all love football 
So it's amazing to see how that's all turned out. But, um, again, like through everything, he hasn't changed at all, man. He, he's the same guy. Every time you see him, you feel like you've just talked to him the other day and everything's been the same and normal. So just so happy for all those guys, so happy for all those all their success. And it really is amazing with all the opportunities they've had off the field how they continue to stay so locked in on the field and continue to win championships. You know, talk with Eric Hosmer here on 610 Sports Radio. When are we going to see you back in Kansas City? Because, it, I mean, we're talking, Eric, and I hate to say this, this is a 10-year anniversary of that first World Series performance. Yeah, that's coming up. And then um, I don't know if I'm ruining any plans or anything, but next year or this coming year we're having a reunion for the 14 team, which is going to be awesome. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I know they want to do some events. And then someone said something about, them throwing a party over at McFadden's. I've never heard of that place, so I'm excited. That'd to be awesome. See what that's all about. <laughs> That'd be great. So you're going to do that this summer, the 14 team, and then you're going to have to come back next year and do another one for the 15 team, right? Yes, but we're putting it on Bobby Witt's tab. He got paid. He's got big money over there, so we're going to shoot that over to him. I think that's a good idea. Okay, mm-hmm. um, so so you've got that going on with, with the with the 14 team. When you when you celebrate 15, will Johnny Gomes be part of the deal? Absolutely will, man. Everyone that was in that building is going to be part of it. And Johnny's a guy I actually talked to quite a bit still. And, man, he was he was a huge part of that team. And that's uh, those are the stuff that really I'm excited to, to kind of share with people is there's certain people that are in a locker room. And, you know, certain fan bases do get it. I do think Kansas City understands, especially like a guy like Dyson and how much he meant to our clubhouse and how he basically ran our clubhouse inside of it. And when when Johnny came over, just seeing how locked in he was, locked in he was on a day to day basis, the little tips he was getting, he was calling people throughout the league to see if they had any information on guys we were playing in the playoffs. So he'll definitely be a big part of it, man. Johnny Gomes is he seems like a character on the outside, but that dude is all about winning, man. And he is a he was a big part of it. Speaking of uh, of characters, Ned has kind of taken on the life of a new character here on the show. Anytime we need something like done or think something needs to be done, we're like, oh, Ned could handle that. Like like we're t- uh, changing a tire, <laughs> like I don't know whatever it is, you know wh- whatever it is. Like Ned could do that kind of stuff. Looking back on your career now and and having him as your manager, like what was it like every day going in there with Ned, knowing that this guy could do anything? You like we made the joke that like Ned didn't know COVID was going on. That's how secluded he was at the farm. <laughs> Ned is Ned is awesome, man. And I tell you what, the, each year that I was away from Ned and the Royals and all that, I appreciated him that much more because like you guys said, he makes it seem like he doesn't know what's going on, but he knows exactly what's going on. He knows the heartbeat of the team. He can see when a guy's a little down certain days and he's going to connect with that guy to lift him up. And, you know, there were so many, uh, growth moments and growing pains that I went through personally with Ned. We all went through with Ned, but he was just so consistent with us. And, um, you know, he deserves to be, to be praised like how he is in Kansas city. And, you know, I got to see a lot of the stuff last year of him getting into the Royals hall of fame and them doing the ceremony on the field as well as Locaine and just super happy for him. He deserves all that and more. And, uh, you know, I look forward to seeing that at these reunions coming up. It's going to be a lot of fun. Eric, we appreciate the time. Let's do this more often. You got some time. Anytime you want to come on and, and, and talk. And Not 162. No. Anything like that. No, we wouldn't want you to retire after to, day one or anything. to get you some retirement. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> and, and let's t- do it. Yeah, let's do it, man. I'll, I'll hit you up in, in a couple of days. We'll figure something out. And, and I'll tell Gene Watson and Chris Getz that you're willing to go work for them right now. Because you got people all over the place. Major League Baseball, you can join a front office. 
<laughs> we'll definitely do that, man. Yeah, we'll definitely catch up. Bob found a way to get my number from someone. I've been hiding for him for all these years, but <laughs> we'll definitely we'll definitely catch up. And uh, I'm excited to follow along. And you know, the Royals have been making some big moves, so I really do hope they have a good year. And I'm excited to watch. No doubt, Eric. We appreciate it, my man. Hang in there. All right, guys. Good talking to you. Good talking to you as well. Eric Hosmer with us here on 610 Sports Radio. Always good. Like, one of my favorites of all time, man. Just always yeah, will be. It's just a great era. Yeah. It's a fun, fun era. And he was the leader of that yeah. era, you know? He was the guy that we needed to be kind of the, the glue that brought that entire clubhouse together. It's kind of fun, like, as a parent now, right? Yeah. We've all been through that phase. Oh, I get it now. Yeah. You hear him? Like, oh, God, yeah. Oh, when Alex was sleeping in the back of the plane, we were all having fun. Yeah. Oh, I get it now. Yeah. He needed to sleep. He had kids at home. Uh-huh. He had to get him up for school. Right. Like, oh, yeah, being away from Ned. Yeah, I, re- I realized how much Ned was. Or how much he appreciated George going <laughs> yeah. out there being the hitting yeah. coach. Yeah, yeah, George was the hitting coach, yeah. and he had to give up his kind of life at home to to do this for us and what have you. So, right. So it's, it's funny. Like, that's, that's how that's how you get. You kind of grow up. You circle of life. Yeah, circle of life. So good to catch up with one. Uh, Eric Hosmer. We're going to talk to uh, Alex Gold, Cody and Gold. Yeah, the the football season may be over. What uh, what can we bet on now? <laughs> we'll get to that next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Alex Gold, a pro, golden lights, better not lose us money. Alex Gold, host of the midday. It is time for Golden Lock. After you hit the note, of course. <laughs> Alex Gold from that betting show. Which one? That one. It's on 610 Sports Radio, and you can catch it out in the Odyssey app all the time as well. And then, now, of course, 10 to 2 here on 610 Sports Radio. Um, we've entered, I suppose, uh, NFL futures time, right? And then there's probably some people going, oh, okay, what's next? What do I, is it March Madness? Always what something, guys. Is it spring yeah. training baseball? Can we get some yeah. spring training baseball? Can you baseball? bet on spring training there baseball? Are, there are some games that oh. you can bet on. Now, the, the 
options of betting are much slimmer. You know, in a regular season baseball game, you can right. bet so many different. Or here, you can do the basic stuff like money line. Who's going to win? Are the Royal? You know, tomorrow when the Royals play the Rangers, there will be odds. Just do you think they win? And you know, are you going to have X amount of runs scored? And, and of course, you're, you know, it's are you in on that? Shoot. I'll have something. Yeah, of course, look at him smiling, Josh. He's tomorrow. in on minor wait. league baseball. Now right? I do something that was like tomorrow. It was like, uh, can the starting pitcher today get through his pitch count in more or less than one <laughs> inning? You know what I mean? Like, some of those would be fun. Well, they have to have the rolling. What is it called? The rolling inning or the rolling inning? The rolling yeah. inning. Like today, the, today uh, the there's spring training baseball on at like two o'clock. The Dodgers oh, wow. and, and Padres. You can only bet on basically who's going to win okay. at a couple of these. Oh, that's it. So, yeah, you can't go more specific, understandably so, because we don't I mean some of these pitchers are going to pitch one inning, and that's Will it. Will a and... pitcher with a number on the back of his jersey <laughs> over 62 pitch in today's that's game? Right. Ooh, yes or no. I, I like, like that. That's a yes. Some of those would be fun. Yeah, definitely a yes on that. No, there's plenty to bet on. It's, it's much different than football. There's a lot of people that only will bet on the NFL, and that's why it's so popular, and, and, and that all feeds into it. But uh, we got March Madness right around the corner as well, and then there's some fun off-season NFL-related things you can mm-hmm. bet on. Yeah, we can we can take a look already, Super Bowl odds for next season. Those have been out since basically the end of the game a couple Sunday nights ago. Uh, the Chiefs, as I'm sure you guys are well aware, are not the favorites, which is hilarious. Uh, How is that possible? <laughs> now, remember, they're trying to get money on, on, on both sides, right, if theoretically, or right. in this case, there's, it's just money on one particular team. It's laughable, of course. The Chiefs are plus six fifty, so basically six to one, and the 49ers are five to one to win the Super Bowl. Um, I, there's not, there's just no reason to rush out and, and bet on this necessarily, unless you think that there's going to be a massive offseason move that just completely swings something. But at plus six fifty, I don't think the Chiefs are going to get much better or worse. Right. If you're going to bet on a team to to win the Super Bowl next year, I would look further down the board where you think somebody makes a big trade that can swing them. I mean, you know, all of a sudden. Uh, uh, a Green Bay backers team that's 22 to one who I'm actually kind of into next year. If they go out and sign one of the, you know, a Mike Evans type to go with Jordan love all of a sudden that They're, might swing their odds quite, yeah. quite a bit. Whereas the Chiefs sign Mike Evans, they go from plus six fifty to what plus 400, you know, they go to four to one. I, I just don't, I don't think maybe not even that much. Maybe, right? not, yeah, yeah. maybe not even that much. There's that. And then the other thing I've been keeping an eye on this week is we're all trying to figure out landing spots. There's a couple of bets that are available through a couple uh, of the legal betting markets, not offshore, where will Chris Jones take his first snap next year? Okay. Where? Ooh, that's interesting so, because you have to think about who he's going to play for and where the game's going to be. <laughs> so, right? Uh, the team, Bob. The team. Oh, the team, oh! Bob. I thought you could like that'd you be said funny, offshore. Like, oh, I thought you like literally oh, could well, that bet would be on that'd could, be something. what stadium. Yeah, you know, like, like, yeah. that'd he's be taking his first snap for Carolina in, in Atlanta. In Atlanta, right? Yeah. Like, no, I like no, that, that though. That's crazy. That's got like that peaked me. I'm like, ooh, that's an interesting bet. I do have odds because I would take Chiefs at home. Yeah, that's right. Sure. That's Chiefs in Kansas go, City. Yeah. Yeah. Thursday night. Yeah, yeah. We can, there are offshore odds. We can get to a second if you want uh, for who the Chiefs are playing week one. I'm Somebody's sure. going to come up with that. That's bet already now. out. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. My yours, bet. Like, maybe so. Because you said, where will Chris Jones take his first snap? Yeah. Well, he could sign with Carolina and they may be on the that's road. True. Or, you know, I, so this is why they phrased it better than I did. For which team will Chris Jones there take his go. first snap? OK, that uh, makes more sense. Yeah. Chiefs are minus 350. Bears are plus 475, Texans plus 650, Lions are 9 to 1, and then you fall off to the Raiders and Colts are 20 to 1. See, I don't like any of those options for Chris Jones other than the Lions. Ooh. Why would you go to the Bears? Why who's who's the other one you said? Uh Texans. That's an Ooh. interesting one. You can one. make the playoffs, like yeah. you can be a top 3 like seed, that. but it's Texas. Um, no, hey, no I, there's no tax there. Though. I know, no, you're, that, that's a good point. He can make more money <laughs> yeah. by playing in Texas. Um, no, 
I, look, I'm, you know how I feel about D'Amico Ryan's and the Texans franchise right now. I'm all in on them. Sure. So that would be a nice addition for them. But why would you go to the Bears? Why would you go to um, whoever else that you mentioned there? Like, I, I think Detroit is a logical, like, fit for Chris Jones. Like, if they got Chris Jones, that would be huge for them. They need they need to take another another big step in the offseason. The Lions, of course, exceeded everybody's expectation and got there. But still, you can't be just status quo. So I'm with you if they were to yeah. add him. I, do you guys think Chris Jones is, is coming back? First of all, because, again, the Chiefs are minus 350. That's a pretty decent favorite that he just stays in Kansas City and plays. My, my gut right now, and and you can present your case, Josh. You, like, we've talked about this on yeah. like Tuesday. I'll buy anything right now that's being sold on this with Legereus Sneed, Chris Jones thing. I could see Chris Jones coming back. I could see Chris Jones leaving. I think at the end of the day, three weeks Chris, ago, I was firmly he's not coming back. It's, it and changes like, by the minute. I don't know. Like, yeah, <laughs> the parade thing means nothing to me though, as far as what he said no, at the parade. I'm, I'm no, not even holding no, no. that. No. Not holding to that. But what yeah. the, how the Chiefs feel about him? Yeah, I I think Chris Jones, if this makes sense, will end up staying here on some sort of quote unquote like legacy contract mm. that makes him a chief for the rest of his career and then in perpetuity, you know, that type of thing. I think that's ultimately what he wants. Push I some think money down the, the road wants. on it, kind of thing. You could see like. I feel like the Chiefs would do something like a two-year deal for Chris Jones, but they extend it for four years, you know, to, to have the back end and have some dead money at the end to, in order to get it done now. Like something they don't normally do, they will do for Chris Jones, I think, to keep him There's here. very few players they would do something for. It's Mahomes, Kelsey, and Jones, right? We've always it. talked about that. Yeah. It's really those those three individuals. I, I just felt like once it didn't get done before last season, that that was it. Now, I understand they win a Super Bowl and you start, everybody starts thinking and mm-hmm. gets a little sentimental yeah, and all that. Yeah, that's where I I'm love, at. Of course you'd love him back. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. Duh. Of right. course we'd all want him back in Kansas City. I just feel like it, it would it would be going against what they typically do, but he's one of those special three players, right. I think, that they they would sign someone to a multi-year deal that's past the age of 30. Anybody so, else, I would say, see you later, but Kelsey, Mahomes, and Jones are in that kind of legacy category, if you will. You so know? that's that's the big one as far as player landing spot that you can actually bet here in, in Kansas or if you're going across from Missouri to Kansas. Uh, and then there's just some other fun ones. Where will Russell Wilson play next season? Oof. Same question. Uh, which team? What's uh, the favorite? Uh, Pittsburgh. Okay. Minus uh, 220. I'll, I'll, let me flip this to a, a different type of question. If you're a Steelers fan and you get Russell Wilson, are you excited about that? Not. No, you can't be, right? Although so. the other name that was floated out for a while was Ryan Tannehill because Arthur Smith is the new OC. I'd rather have Ryan Tannehill than Russell Wilson. Ooh. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I don't think I, mean, I would. We're, we're, we're talking. Really? I think Russell Wilson stinks. I, he He's done. Like, I, no way I'm going near him with my franchise. I, th- I think Russell Wilson is much you might as well just keep Kenny Pickett at that point. I'm probably with Well, you of course. Yeah, yeah, I'm not getting rid of Kenny Pickett for Russell Wilson or yeah. Justin Fields for that matter cuz that oh, was see, rumored I, to Chicago. I think I think Fields in Atlanta is what makes the most. I think it does too. That's Atlanta, the, yeah. the favorite. Minus 130 Fields will, will be in Atlanta for the first snap. The Bears are 2 to 1. The Steelers are plus 350 for Justin Fields. I just don't know how the the Bears for two years in a row you're you're going to give up the number 1 overall pick and not draft a franchise quarterback. You know how insane that would be? It's the Bears, though. Their ownership is the worst in the no, NFL. That's, it, 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 it makes no sense for the Bears to keep him. Justin Fields. Right. If you're questioning him at all. He's not your guy. Move on. He's yeah. not your guy. He's midway through his rookie deal. That you, part right there. You take no. your you take your chances on the next guy being the guy. You don't know if that is either, but you take your chances on because yeah. it's cheaper. And you know this guy's not very right, good. Right. The part you mentioned about just the the contract that doesn't get talked about enough. I think it's like you're, you have to make a decision to pay Justin Fields next on top year. of it next so, year after yeah, next season. Yeah. You basically have to decide whether or not you're going to pay him and extend him. 
Justin Fields, you're not paying him extending that guy. Right, right so now. then no, should go. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I, yeah. I'm not saying the Bears should trade. I don't know. If, I don't think Caleb Williams is the answer, though. I'm but not a get, Caleb Williams but fan. But you give it a you give it a shot. If you know the other guy is not, you don't want to pay him. Yeah, then move What's on. The, yeah, you're moving on. Thinking yeah. of that, there. What else can you bet on? The draft, of course, already is out there. And, yeah. and number one overall pick, there's not a ton of value to bet there. Caleb Williams is minus fifteen hundred to be the number one overall pick, unless you you think something's going to happen at the combine or Drake May is ten to one. Marvin Harrison Jr., your guy. 20 to one. He's only uh, playing for the Chiefs, so that's a bad bet. Well, Bob, you can go ahead and bet if you want. Team to draft Marvin Harrison. Go ahead and lock in your bet for the Chiefs at 250 to one. Go ahead and put some money on that one that's, if you want. That's, that's not never. Return on that's, not no. <laughs> that's not no. We, we were talking about 500 <laughs> to one odds for somebody earlier, right? Who was the 500 to one odds we were talking about ended up here in Kansas City? Oh, it was uh, Baker Mayfield. Baker 200, Mayfield was 200 to one. one. Yeah. Oh, really? To be here in Kansas City. Yeah. The favorite to land Marvin Harrison Jr. The Cardinals minus 195. Then the Patriots four to one. Bears plus 430 just going to wasting his career yeah really it is like (laughs) i know marvin doesn't have an agent right now his dad's probably going to handle it which is the smart thing to do anyway save some some cash there um but i i think i think his dad should tell him we're not going anywhere but kids see we're going to pull an elway and an eli here on this one (laughs) i think he has told people that yeah, yeah. Sources say. Well, I mean, we've heard it. Sources. sources. Until it doesn't happen, going. Bob, you're correct. Until it doesn't happen, it can happen, right? It could. You Until never it know. Doesn't. Would you be, I mean, I guess I shouldn't say, would you be surprised if everybody would be surprised if Brett Veach traded from 32 to 1 and got Marvin Harrison Jr. But I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, like, yeah, that's what Brett does. What would it take to And you know who has the number one pick, right? The Bears. You know who the general manager of is? Some guy that yeah. worked here. So yeah, they Ryan know that Poles. guy. Ryan Poles, yeah. who's you know, hey get... Ryan, you're gonna get fired after the yeah. season. If you want a landing <laughs> spot when it's all said and done, you yeah. give us one for thirty two. You know a sweetheart deal here. Uh, Let's my, go. What I just want is we know like it sounds like T Higgins in Cincinnati is gonna get franchise tagged by by the Bengals, and so they're not gonna trade with the Chiefs. But I would still love okay they trade him to Arizona or something, and then the Chiefs have a deal with Arizona and just trade T Higgins to Kansas. Oh, City. that would be cool. Obviously, you'd give Arizona proper compensation, but like the notion of like Cincinnati's like we're not trading T Higgins to Kansas City. I would love. How hilarious would that be? That would if be the awesome. next team said, "Oh, we'll, we'll trade. We'll work out a deal with you." And God, then, this time of the year is so good. Isn't and then, it? <laughs> then Arizona also didn't tell Kyler Murray that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And for a second, he thought he had T. Higgins. He's like, "You're gonna what? Yeah, you're gonna trade him." And I think uh, I think that'd be great too. I'll be great. This time of the year is the it best. Is, it's so much fun, like, it, especially if you, like in Kansas City, we get we get the bet we get the best of both worlds we get the off-season fun talk and we get the team go to championship and win championships in every other market this is their best time of the year that's it like, yeah this is all they get we get we get year-round stuff and after a while of losing though this time of the year gets really old when you don't win right <laughs> yeah. but this time of the year this is the best time of the year to be a sports fan right now because we just yeah, won a championship you ain't telling uh-huh. the silly season you're here. not telling me pittsburgh this is the this is the time of their year you know what i mean like they're dealing with we got a quarterback thing again. Yeah. What's the deal? Yeah, it's not as much fun if you're in that end of, end, end of the spectrum. So yeah. glad to be here. Absolutely. Uh, Alex, what's coming up today? 10 to 2. Yeah, so we'll have Vinny Pasquantino uh, joining us coming up at 11. Uh, first spring training game for him uh, tomorrow in the club. But obviously, he only played in 61 games last year. And so what that's going to be like for him just to get back in the batter's box. Someone earlier today texted in the uh, the Pasquantino taquito has a nice ring Perfect. to it. With oh, he's all in on it. It sounds so. like he wants the, the Q cup poured on him instead of the the, the water cooler the gatorade bucket he yeah. wants a, a, okay. a quick trip q cup i think the pasquantino taquito even though it's a little it's a little bit tough to say it's got some got some promise to yeah. it like anything you could do with the quick trip partnership you do and if you have to bring out a cup of a huge quick trip cup to do Why the not? salvi splash let's go we all know how the the dozen for crispy cream donuts went let's yeah, do something with quick people trip. are gonna love this. this is gonna be the greatest promotion since crispy cream what time's vinny 
Uh, 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock. Thanks, guys. Cool. 10 to 2 today for uh, Alex Gold with Cody and Gold and that betting show available at 610sports.com or the Odyssey app. You can check him out there as well. I don't think we're ready to proceed to this phase, but I'm glad you're talking. We'll discuss next. All right, I'll give you credit for uh, at least having the discussion. I'm not sure that we're there yet, but I have often criticized college athletics and moving at the pace of a glacier. Well, TV money okay? makes you move a little bit faster, doesn't and it? So, you know, they've, they've, they've been sent kicking and screaming in a number of directions over the last few years, which isn't the worst thing in the world. We're getting to 12 college football teams in a playoff next year. That's I love okay? it. I'm so happy. We're going from 4 to 12. Love it. It's fantastic, great. right? It'll it's be great. Fun. Play on campuses. Pete Thamel. I like the fact that the, the KU Jayhawks are going to be able to pick where they want their home playoff game this year, whether it's going to be Arrowhead <laughs> or Sporting Park. That will be part of it. Uh, Pete Thamel of ESPN tweets this out. Sources. The idea of a 14-team college football playoff was discussed by the College Football Playoff Man- Management Committee at meetings in Dallas today. If that happened, it would begin in 2026. Nothing is imminent. But it's significant this idea was discussed. How much are they going to pay us to add two more teams? <laughs> All right, we're in. There'd be that. But also, like, it took you forever to get to four. It took you forever to get to, like, the four to 12, seemingly, right? Oh, God, but that, yeah. was, that was faster, obviously. The, the four was, like, the uh, the ground was shaking. Like, you can't get to four? This is crazy. Right. And then to get to 12, yeah, it was a little massaging, but it, it was faster than some. And already you're like, well, how do we get to 14? Great. Fantastic. Let's go. Just, get to six, just cut it to 16 and be done. Whatever. Yeah. Um, and that's I, eventually where we're going to get, right? I would think. 16 makes too much sense. It does. Right? Yeah, it does. No, I, I love it. I, 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 the more meaningful games that you can have in tournament style, playoff style, the better sports so, is. I'm glad that you haven't even got to 12 yet and you're already discussing 14. I appreciate the fact that you are, you're speedier than you have been in your past. Mm-hmm. I don't know that we need 14 just yet. Money will probably dictate it more than the need. But I'm, I, I, I'll appreciate the fact that you're talking about it. Right. Yeah, I, I, I think it's <laughs> As great. opposed to not doing it. Oh, we have this college. Uh, this is our BCS system. Where we're keeping this until 2028. You know, remember those days where oh, like yeah. we signed a continued contract. There's nothing we can do about it. What do you mean there's nothing you can do about the it? The TV networks own Come all on. the games. Come on. They're out of this. Because bit- so, I think like if, if you're ESPN and, you know, they call themselves ESPN events. Like they have that, that separate arm that puts on just about every bowl game, Josh, now, mm-hmm. except for like the Sun Bowl and something else, right? Like ESPN is literally in charge of every bowl. And when you look at the crowds at these games, at these bowl games, they're not that big. And ESPN has been recently, unless you're, you know, like, you know, a high priced talent or whatever, or the NFL, they've been looking for ways to cut money at ESPN, right? We heard about all the Disney layoffs. Well, a way you can cut back a lot of money is to get rid of Needless a lot of these bowl, bowl games, games. That, that don't generate any money or any fan interest. I know they're programming for you, but I think we've also gotten to a point where, you know, I know people go, oh, debate shows and all that, but that's conversation. People like the conversation. Like, we've had debate show all morning here about what free agents to sign, right, for the Chiefs, and everybody weighs in, and everybody's got an opinion, and it's great. You put on Tulane playing, you know, Liberty, who gives a rat's ass about that game, right? Nobody does. But you call it a bowl game and even fewer people care about it, right? <laughs> yes. So I, I I just think right now ESPN may be in that mindset as well of going, we're supporting and funding all these bowl games. Nobody goes to these things. Nobody's really watching these bowl games. Why do we need to have all these bowl games? Let's turn these bowl games into 
games that mean something when it comes to the playoff. And I really believe like ESPN and Fox to an extent are the driving sources behind all of this. And when they tell the NCAA, not the NCAA, but the college football playoff committee and, you know, Bill Hancock and and, and that group, what to do, those guys and gals are going to say, yeah, we're going to do it because now that's where the money's coming from. It's no longer coming from some guy who's the bowl president masquerading at $350,000 a year to do nothing. To, to get his uh, his nice jacket. Yeah, paid, paid off. Right. right. Yeah, the line is to line the pockets of his nice uh, blazer. That's right. That uh, represents a represents a bowl game. Yeah. Uh, today's an, an anniversary. It means it occurs every year. It's just, uh, uh, the same year. date. Yeah, right. Um, I think a year ago at this time it was the same thing. It's just same, a year just, later. Just, now. Just a year later. Yeah. Um, Miracle on Ice. Eleven seconds. You've got ten seconds. The countdown going on right now. Morrow up to show. The 1980 Miracle on Ice, the U.S. beating the Soviets. We all remember that game. We do? Yeah. I remember hearing we about We always that misremember game. that game. Yes. I swear I saw it. Yeah, you didn't. You swear I saw it live. Away. I did not. I was three. I, I swear. You know I mean? One of those like, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, did I? Because uh, it wasn't run live. No. no. It was taped late. Yeah. And nobody knew the result. Everybody watched it later yeah. that night. Yeah. Yeah, my dad always tells me, I was working at Spartan Oil at the time, and John Squarey came in and told us we'd beat the Russians. We're like, what? That's <laughs> great. It's great. It's the greatest sporting event uh, yeah, in, the, in, I, in, in, in the history mis- of America. I, I misremember that I, I'm sure I watched that game live. Yeah. I was a huge sports fan. I, of course I watched that game. Nah, nah, no, you, you didn't. No, nah, you didn't. No, but it, it's the greatest and most important sporting event ever. And And I'm just looking at a picture right now of those guys celebrating, and you're like, how big was that? Like, that's the last time, like, I think – like America, like rooted for a team, you know, like you go to these other countries and their national team is their lifeblood, right? Mm -hmm. Here it's our local teams. You don't galvanize for, for big events like this, or we do, but it's just not because we're not in soccer. We bonded over dream team because we're just like, okay, enough. Let's go show people. But not like this. We'll go show people we're, we're like, we're tired of losing in basketball. Let's go kick their ass. Right. That was was more of a, like, we're going to take this back. And it was more of like, if we don't win, we're screwed type of thing. (laughs) Yeah. There was probably that, like when, when you all that fear too. You, when you're young kids and you're not professionals and you go against the uh, you know the Soviets, this and was just an innocent pay- time too. Yeah, yeah, these are all amateurs that that bonded to, in the true, the true Olympic yeah. spirit. It's not went like out that there and did something that was impossible and played these men. Right. These beat them. These you were kids going up against men. I know, right? And that's what it was. That's how it was positioned. From the evil and, empire. Right. And you have no chance against these people. None. And they beat them. And they beat them. And it wasn't even for the gold. They had to come back the next day and beat, like, Sweden or something. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. That's, nobody remembers that. Nobody remembers that but either. But you beat the Russians. You've got 10 seconds. The countdown going on right now. Morrow up to show. Five seconds left in the game. You believe in miracles? Yes! And crazy, Al Michaels on the call there. I mean, he knew that the Americans at that time were 25 to 1. Yeah, 25 to, to 1. Win. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see this coming. The Americans were a huge underdog. Yeah. So happy anniversary. The 1980 Miracle on Ice. Yeah, 44 years. They got some bobbleheads coming out today, too. Yeah, I think that's the. I thought it was a big anniversary. I mean, no, I got the calculator. I'm like, that's 44. No, you just do it every year. It's fine. Yeah. That's fine. This is one you can literally celebrate every year, and it never gets old. I think so. I think so.
All right, if you missed any of the show today, our chat with Eric Hosmer, newly retired Forever Royal. Eric Hosmer, great chat with uh, with Haas today. It was in the uh, 9 o'clock hour. You can check that out. Anything else you may have missed on the show today, as always, available, 610sports.com or the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Download for free. Listen on the go. Listen live. Listen to podcasts. All that good stuff. And again, yes, shout out to Ken Morrow. That's right. Ken Morrow here yep. in Kansas Lives City. in Kansas City. Uh, part of that 80. I bet team. you the state comes around every year and he's like, I'm was, a badass. Yeah, like, you're one guy that can walk around. Go, I'm a badass. Like, that was awesome. Yeah. And it's not like Chris Farley going, remember that was awesome. He's like, remember no, that time no, you no. beat the Russians? You don't have to ask me. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you tomorrow. Bob will be out tomorrow. Binkley's going to be in with me. So, you know, we're talking draft and stuff. The draft. And there's a good story with Nick Saban's oh, going to save college football oh, now. Boy, I don't know. I don't know. You if see I can get exactly into, why Nick Saban quit college football that with, with Binkley. So back tomorrow, 558 Cody and Gold are next on 610 Sports Radio. Talk to you later. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.